Some records have the transformative quality to take you back in time. They are the time capsules that mark your life. And while photographs may have an instantaneous effect, music and melodies have a deeper and stronger impact, affecting the individual on an emotional level. When I listen to Creator's Terrible Certainty today, I am immediately thrown back to high school, flipping over the 90-minute cassette that I dubbed off a friend, which was the Cro-Magnon version of downloading. It contained Exodus's Bonded by Blood on one side and Terrible Certainty on the other. Going through this lead-footed way of listening to music, however cumbersome, guaranteed multiple plays, exhaustive listens, and when you only had a handful of albums to choose from, those albums became your daily soundtrack. Already on a diet consisting of Metallica, Testament, Death Angel, and Anthrax, thrash metal was an appealing music to a hyperactive teenage boy like me. Bonded by Blood fit right into the mix. Heavy, energetic songs that glorified violence, thick metallic guitar chugging, demonic vocals a la Paul Bailoff, it was quite easy to absorb and made me an instant, lifelong fan. Creator, on the other hand, was a little too much for a kid accustomed to a paint-by-numbers approach to music. Although the metal magazines categorized Creator as thrash metal, I failed to hear the similarities. Admittedly, I balked at first listens. To me, Creator seemed like a racket compared to the homogenous, syncopated rhythms of Bay Area thrash, and what I considered rebelliously safe. Unlike many of their contemporaries, Creator sounded exactly what it purported to be, an ugly, visceral, audible beast. It wasn't the soundtrack to a nightmarish hell, it was the soundtrack to a miserable reality. Singer-guitarist Mille Petroza didn't sound like an imagined demon, but rather like a terrible truth. It scared the shit out of me. Of course, what scares youth is usually what attracts them, too. My initial aversion to the Creator sound was exactly what kept me coming back. Creator were a harder climb, but once I acclimated to their sound, I enlisted in their army and have maintained my ranks to this day. Bands are usually thought to have diminishing returns as the years trudge on, but not Creator. I contend that the band's latest batch of albums like Enemy of God, Hordes of Chaos, Phantom Antichrist, are not only the best in their own canon, but metal in general. When Holger Stratman and Ronnie Bittner of Rock Hard Magazine asked if I would sit down with Mille and talk to him, it was an opportunity I was not going to pass up. It was a chance to meet face-to-face and stare in the eyes of the man who delightfully scared the living fuck out of me all those years ago. Our conversation here eventually ended up in the January 2016 special issue of Rock Hard Magazine, where musicians talk to musicians, Devin Townsend talking to Lips from Anvil, Phil Anselmo talking to Max Cavalera, Mark Tertillo from Accept talking to Rob Halford, Corey Taylor talking to Randy Blythe, etc., etc. This podcast episode was a long time in the making. It was originally recorded at the Burgerhaus Stolwerk in Cologne, Germany, on March 20th, 2015, a day before I caught a very bad infection and lost my voice. But here, I am quietly fighting through what eventually halted our tour because I was in the presence of Mille Petroza. Listening to it now, almost a year later, I'm very happy with how this episode turned out. 
It was a delightful conversation. I've had it sitting in a folder on my computer, nervous to hear it all this time. Nervous to see if I was able to keep my cool in front of Mille. As you'll soon find out from our talk, the first time I met Mille didn't go down so well. It bothered me for years, literally years, four years to be exact. And since then, every time I've seen Mille, it's gotten better and better. A testament to the man's patience and friendly disposition, polar opposite to the ferocious raging music he makes. Thanks to Thomas and Ronnie for setting this meeting up. Thanks to Stadi, our tour manager, who seems to pop up on a few of these episodes every now and then. I also want to thank Blue Mike Microphones and Skull Candy Headphones for supporting the podcast. Thanks to Chino Locos Restaurants for making fish burritos stuffed with chow mein noodles. And thanks to you for taking time to listen to this podcast episode. You can subscribe for free on iTunes and SoundCloud. Download for free on, on iTunes and SoundCloud. Maybe you already have. If you have, thank you anyways. Thank you so much for checking this one out. This podcast episode is with Mille Petrosa of the mighty, the legendary creator. It's an honor to have Mille on, and it starts now. The Tango Joe's podcast is the best around. The Planet Kid is Tango's co host. Hello for free. I'm so glad I like to sometimes. Timmy in from Fuck Down. Stop playing Hang Down Down. The Tango Joe's podcast is the best around. Nick Flanagan is Danko's co-host Download for free on SoundCloud and iTunes Sometimes Damien from Fucked Up Stops by and hangs out too Sometimes Danko goes on and on about Glenn Danzig The guy just loves Glenn Danzig And I love that kind of passion And, and that's why I love listening to Danko speak well, Truth be told, I love that Danzig song, Mother I like that too Thank God for the Danko Jones Podcast. Hey, it's the Danko Jones Podcast. You can check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud right now. Right now. Because it's the Danko Jones Podcast. Check us out right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Get ready, because the Danko Jones Podcast starts! Great to have you on, Millie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we started, I guess. Right? Finally. Yeah. Where are we? Where are we here? This is your studio, right? You're on tour. Yeah, this is, this is the Cologne office. The Cologne office. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tonight we're playing. But you have uh, graciously agreed to come down from Essen. And I got lost. Really? On the way, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm always late. I'm always late. <laughs> What this podcast is, is just a loose conversation anyways. Okay. So I don't have... That's better. I don't have any kind of... What's your, your creator-esque... But exactly. Well, that's the, that's, that's the, the, to me, this is more... Um, this is when you, you know, when you, when you have like a loose conversations, you, you talk yeah. about stuff that's, that might be more interesting yeah. and then the typical, you know, your typical, what's, what was the producer of your last album's name, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, the, the first thing is, uh, a good story that I've told other people was the first time I met you mm -hmm. 
which was back in 2006 when I had just gotten um, eye surgery. I remember that. Yeah, of course you remember it because yeah, I was yeah. a I was a, a crazy freak. Yeah. In your in, in, and I knew you were looking at me like I was nuts. <laughs> and I was like, I'm blowing it with him. <laughs> and I think it was at full force. Yeah, so, uh, either there or in Bochum uh, Zechum. It could have been. Might, but that. No, night. wait, 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 wait. We've we've already known each other in Bochum Zechum. I think we yes. ran into each other in Bochum Zechum and we met at full, at full force. force. Because yes. I went up to you and I said, "Hey, I'm a big fan," yeah. and I had this I had this eye patch because I just got out of uh, uh, eye surgery, mm -hmm. and it was here. And uh, then dust blew into my eyes as I was talking to you, so I just kept doing. And those this. big bugs that they have in, in in full force, they have these huge giant bugs like like. That's what? maybe what it was. Yeah, yeah. It flew into my other eye, yeah. and I was just trying to hold a conversation, but. I didn't want to. I didn't want to address the fact that my eyes were bothering me. I wanted to continue with the conversation with you. But that wasn't possible. Uh, but I still did it. <laughs> you, you, you looked at me like I was insane. No, I was. I was just probably irritated. And you know, if somebody has something with this eye, you tend to look at it, even though you don't yeah. want to. It's yeah. weird, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And people thought it was when I had that eye patch that it was part of my stage clothes or something. Yeah, yeah turning into the running wild. Yeah, uh, yeah, like some sort of... I was always wondering why Rock and Roll never had an eye patch or like a wooden <laughs> leg or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been... Or a, or a parent. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I think later that night, uh, Celtic Frost played. Oh yeah, true. That's, yeah, and we were watching on stage, on, uh, from, stage. on the side stage, and um, and who else was there? Um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Max from, uh, from Haunted. Uh, yes, from Haunted. Yes, wasn't Soulfly there also? I think they were yeah, there too. Yeah, and uh, Yes, Ben was there. Uh, uh, Jensen. Yeah, Jensen, Jensen was there, Jensen. and uh, I was hanging out with Jensen, yes. and you were you saw him, and then and because I was hanging out with Jensen, then you saw me. Yep. The crazy guy from catering. <laughs> and I, I, maybe it's me, man. Maybe it's me getting yeah. too into my head. Yeah, yeah. But I swear he gave me a look like, there's that crazy guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then... Maybe uh, that's, that's probably that's, you. That's, that's probably just you, me. yeah. Um, I didn't think you were that crazy that day. I mean, was I was... A, you know, when you're in the festival, you, you're always like, like, at least... That's that's how I am. I'm always tired. I almost like, I was like, oh, I'm excited, tired and excited at the same time because you 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 sometimes you see people that you don't run into, yeah. you know, and you meet new people and you meet so many new people that sometimes it's almost too much. It's like an overkill of information. It is, yeah. And Especially um, those metal festivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you you still want to see your favorite bands playing and then the weather is not the, the weather sucks whatever you know it's always there's always something going on on those festivals I, it's, it's always exciting but it's also always a little too much almost you know and then sometimes when you meet somebody for the first time you might get the impression that you're not like you don't give give him the hundred percent the attention that he that this this, this first time meeting really deserves you know right yeah yeah, and um, it was uh, the reunion show. I think it was their comeback Celtic show. Plus, I remember, One of yeah. the first... Maybe did we play that? Day? Yeah, we did play, right? We yeah. played before them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, and it was um, with Martin. Martin was still in the band. Celtic Frost, you know. I mean, I thought, in my opinion, they should have continued 
even though they didn't get along, you know, that was the chemistry of the band. I think Martin and, and, and Tom, they have something. I, uh, I saw the documentary that they did on oh, yeah. the American tour and just they actually allowed the camera people to too much too much also too much information you know it's almost like the 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 one that they did for Metallica after I saw that it turned me off I, I was so turned off by Metallica after that documentary. I, I wish I would have never seen it. Really? Because I'm, I'm a big fan, you know. I, I, I grew up, you know, you probably too, you know. Yeah, I, I grew up with Kill 'em All. I grew up with Master of Puppets. And when I saw these guys, you know, I was like, oh man, I don't want to, I didn't want to, I, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to get too much, I don't want to know these bands. James well. picking up his daughter at ballet class, he didn't want to see that? That, that wasn't, that didn't bother me. It just bothered me that they, that they had this, how do I put this? I mean, this whole, you could tell that they were on something. They were probably on coke or something. It, it was really weird. The communication between them wasn't, wasn't happening. And I was like, really? It's just loads and loads of money. Probably that, will yeah. Change your probably, yeah. Prep, yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. But then again, you know, if you're a cool guy, you can handle money, you know? I know, right? You know, look at, look at, Dave Grohl, for example. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, there's a there's a DVD that never gets mentioned. That I I wonder why people don't mention it enough. And it was before some kind of monster. It's called Metalomania. Oh, I don't know that. And it was it was they had access to the load and reload everything. They were friends of James Newstead, mm -hmm. and they got access to everywhere. And there's a scene where Jason's the only one signing autographs, and he's not even looking at anyone. You could tell he's pissed. Mm -hmm. and he's just doing signing mm -hmm. and going and signing, and they go, "Where's where are the other guys?" And he's just like, "They went to Madonna's house." <sighs> and I don't. But that was the time. That was the time. Remember when they had this um, MTV? There was something about the twentieth anniversary or something, and they had that and big MTV thing back when there was still music television and mm -hmm. and people would still pay attention to to MTV. They had this big. Gala thing happening where all these bands, you know, like Snoop Dogg, whoever, you know, all these bands and pop acts, whatever, played Metallica songs. And I was wondering, oh, at the yeah. time already, I was wondering, where's Exodus? Where's Testament? Where's Death Angel? You know? <laughs> That's an icon. Yeah, something. Avril Lavigne was there. Something, Lynn yeah. Biscuit was yeah, there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's kind of cool to have one of those guys there, right. maybe. Yeah. But where's the metal community? Yeah. And now, of course... They want to come back. They've bent over backwards. Yeah. Kirk's on an Exodus album, the yes. last Exodus album. They, they did the big four. Yeah, better late than never, you know. I mean, I'm still a fan, you know. I'm Absolutely. And I think, you know, I've, I've gotten into trouble online for posting my, my uh, thoughts on Metallica. Um, but I think as a lifelong fan of any band, you, I can be a critic of the band because I'm never going to leave the fold. Doesn't that bother you, man? It's, I sometimes feel a little like blocked almost because, you know, sometimes if I don't like a band or whatever, I, I don't say it in public because I don't want to, you I, know, all you know time. what I mean? Yeah. But I'm um, not in their genre. Yeah. So I feel yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. a fan. Yeah. I can talk and about if I'm a fan and I'm saying something about a band that I really like, I wish, you know, I'm the first... I really wish that Metallica would have put out an album that blows away everyone. Well, what would you, you think know? of Death Magnetic? I thought it was great. <sighs> great, not great. It was better than the one before. 
Oh well, yeah, absolutely. But they they, they had one song. They had one song that got me. The one that sounded like the the ballad that turned into a Led Zeppelin. Yeah, that was the single. Or, I think, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that was the that, first song. That I was heard. a good song. Yeah, that was a good song. I didn't like the sound too much. I didn't like yeah. the 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 guitar tone was not really no. crispy. It was more like a did. I think that one guy that Rick Rubin is working with, he has a bad taste for guitar tone. He has like this weird, non-distorted um, tone that fits might fit to some rock acts or whatever, or but not to Metallica, you know. Mm. So it sounds like the um, the Tube Screamer is turned off. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, but still, I thought Death Magnetic for an effort. Was commendable. I yes, think. but I'm I'm with, I'm missing from Metallica. I'm missing the the lyrics also. I'm missing the, the the stories. I'm missing the political edge. You know what I mean? I'm missing the rebellious spirit, to, so to speak. It's hard to rebel when you become the biggest band in the world. There's nothing. I might. To rebel I, I, I can imagine. Yes, but then again. Yeah, it's probably true. You're probably right. It's it's Absolutely. hard. I, I, I will never know their point of view, you know. But I mean, when Lars Ulrich put his house up for sale, did you see this yes. on Blabbermouth? And yeah. you could you could look at the rooms. Yeah. And I'm like, who lives like this? Mm. Exactly. This is another world. Like yeah, but then, and again, I mean, it's like they have the money and it's fine for them you know and i think it's it's none of our business mm -hmm. what they do with their money yeah, yeah, but um, I, I i cannot relate to these people and i that's one one of the bands one of my all time favorite bands that i was really like looking up to and and was like yeah yeah they're right you know Same they they saying something true and they in their lyrics say ah look at how they put this and what they think about this and that and then now now they now this i'm just not interested anymore it's weird yeah. You know, it's sad in a way, because I think they, out of I was thinking about that a, a few days ago. Out of all the bands that that became famous from this genre, it was the one band that put the genre's name yes. in their yeah. band name, yeah. and then they just started to play all kinds of other yeah, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if you had like Creator, yeah. well, Creator could be a I don't know what is what does Creator sound like? Well, they're a they're a techno hip hop band. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. but Metallica, there's yeah. no. It's metal is in the name. Yes, exactly. And they veered off so far away. So that's my criticism about it. Yep. But anyways. It will be quoted on Blabbermouth. You know that now. We're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> What's know, up with that Ben Cohen Miller guy, man? What's up with that? <laughs> I, did this, uh, I did this thing where I got, I got a, a link to Lulu like a week before it was released. Mm. And so I listened to it. <clears throat> and then I, I took a, I took all my Metallica records, I spread them on the floor, mm. and I, there was people over at my place, mm. so I was doing it as a joke, and they were laughing, and uh, I, I took a picture of all the records, and then I go, uh, listen to Metallica's Lulu last night. Metallica collection, Metallica collection up for sale this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and tweet me your then dollars, mm. and then the fucking internet. Exploded! Yeah. All these like Metallica fans defending their band, and it goes back to my original point: is like, I'm a Metallica fan as well. Yep. In the photo that yep. I uploaded, were bootlegs. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm a yes, fan. Yes, yes. 
And I can poke fun at this yeah, band. Yeah, You're yeah. allowed to. You like, probably his... didn't. You probably didn't sell your your collection. Did Absolutely. You? Not. <laughs> Friends were going. So, oh, are you really selling? <laughs> well, I'm selling my collection. That's another thing. Humor is not tolerated in metal. <laughs> in metal. Just, yeah, it's true. I was just joking. I'm just. I'm joking. But uh, you know all these. But then all the people who bothered to to hate tweet me. I was thinking you're probably post Enter Sandman anyways, so mm. or post Reload. Yeah, it's true, true. So, like, of course your fandom is gonna be like so strong and tight, but like, man, I've been fucking listening to them for years. After a while, they become part of your almost family, where you yeah. can poke fun yeah, at them yeah. because you do love them. So yeah, much. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what I said. I, I did, I did a podcast with Brian Slagle. Oh, he's an interesting guy. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah. And I said the same point. I said, I can I can make fun of your friends, yeah. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> But he's, 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 he's done a lot for the scene. Yeah, also. he's got a good sense of, uh, about it. He understood. But, uh, but then um, uh, we, were on, uh, we were on tour. And on a day off in Canada, the Gigantour came by. Mm -hmm. And this is after I'd met you at Full mm -hmm. Force and the whole... I thing and thinking that <laughs> Mill, Mill, the guy from Creator Mill, I think, sounded crazy. One of the guys who was in one of the bands, I can't remember who he was on tour with. We started talking about you, and you um, had our records. Yeah, and I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you how? how really? And um, and then at Vakin in 2011. We played against you guys. Oh, I, mean, I remember. I have, I've seen it on the internet. You had to, you had to, um, you said something during, because during your announcements, we were so loud from the other stage yeah. that you couldn't speak to the crowd. Or, you know, But it worked. I mean, our, our stage was packed. Yeah, yeah. Just so yeah. many people. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it was funny because I was like, oh. Well, of all the places to go against Creator, can we go against Creator in Belgium, <laughs> or fucking Holland, or? But uh, no, it was good. And then after in catering, that was that was we were. Was that the the year when? No, it wasn't the year when Rudolf Schenker was backstage. No, no, that was another year. That was 2012. But you were with the guy from. At the time, Rudolph. you were with the yeah Rudolf. You were there. Did you see the Scorpions, Doc? Uh, no, I didn't see the Scorpions. Because apparently I'm in it. I'm fucking dying to see it. Uh, you're in on, on the DVD. Where I ran into on a doc, 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 documentary. In, yeah, on the new documentary. All I right. ran into Rudolf. I, I know that they have a. Um, it's gonna be on in the in the movie theaters here. It's gonna be in the movie theaters in like a week or something. And because um, they were maybe you're it still over here, and then you can check yeah, it out. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I yeah. heard it's not that good. I, I read one review and it said it wasn't good. It was um, it wasn't done right. I mean, it wasn't like like one of those um, um, global metal documentaries right. or something. It, it didn't have it didn't uh, have to live up to those standards. It was more like a it was done very German. That's what well, I read. I tend to disagree because I'm in it. Okay, then then it must have I been. I mean, it's got to be good. Then, then I mean, at least the part that I'm But, um, yeah, well, backstage at, at Vakin, you, uh, uh, at the time, our drummer... You were with the... Yeah, from Robert from, from the crypt. Yeah. And then you came up to me and, again, that's when I realized, wow, that guy from Gigantor wasn't joking around. You mm -hmm. listened to a lot of music yeah, yeah. that I think a lot of people didn't know about. Yeah. So when Ronnie came, approached me with this idea, I said, well, 
I'll, I'll can we talk about music instead yeah. of you know, yeah. the whole creator yeah. interview? Yeah. And I was surprised that you not only like them, but you're a big fan of Rocket from the Crypt. Yeah, yeah, I was a big fan. I was one of the only guys that, like, we had, like, a group of people at the time. They, I don't know, it was 90... 90-something, somewhere in the, 90, in the end of the 90s. And we would even go to all over Germany to see them. Wow. You know, we went to free concerts. And um, we always, every year, we saw them at the, you probably played there, the Underground in Cologne here. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. where we went to see them. We always thought, like, next year they're going to be playing a bigger club. It's and, an intimate place to see Yeah, them. and we're like, every year they came back to the Underground. Right, we're like, right. why? I mean... A lot more, a lot more people should know about them. They were never a big band, but um, you know, all of us, all of me, and all my punk rock fans, uh, we all, we all loved them. You know, we were like really into them, and we went to see them a lot. So, how wide does it go? Like in terms of like with Rocket, they were part of the whole yeah rock, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you? Did you get into that in the nineties? Like, I got, I got into. You know, I'm, 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 I'm probably. I'm, not, I'm yeah, I, I, Let me put this. I'm not a music collector, but I like a lot of different music, different kinds of music, and um, um, it goes whatever you know, whatever I'm into. You know, even like obscure dark wave. Electro stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it to me, it's music. You know, music is either like you you get into music or you don't. And it's not only because I've grown up with metal doesn't mean that I cannot listen to. It. You know, you you you're a music Absolutely. lover yourself. Absolutely. You know, so I don't have to tell. But you. do you find like uh, I've talked to guys in metal bands and people who have open minds when it comes to music, and but they're in a metal band, they find it very frustrating when booked with with touring and festivals that they can only play metal um, metal type events is it frustrating for you that you No can't? we did we did we played actually we played a couple of uh, different ones last year we played one show in the I think it was Czech Republic I could be wrong and we played a festival and Patty Smith was up Right before us, before. yeah, before. and we were like, we we're like, oh man! I, I, we watched, of course, we watched the whole show, and then, of course, three quarters of the audience left after she got off, and we played to like maybe a third of the people, like a quarter of the people, and um, but it was still great to see. You know that those were those kind of festivals where you think. This is what the actual spirit of a festival should be like. Right. In the 70s, it was all like heavy bands. We would have Black Sabbath and Joe Cocker, you know, all these yeah. bands would play together. Nowadays, it's more like, like you said, it's all within the genre. So it's all within, it, it had to, has to be, it, whatever, even the most open-minded um, festival, rock festival, has like heavy guitars, distorted guitars. Yeah. You know, there's another one that we played, um, the Roskilde Festival. We had we played That's with Dead Can Dance. Wow. We didn't play with Dead Can Dance, but they were on the same stage on the same <laughs> festival. So, you didn't you know. play with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's to me. That's more like a. That's where you get the festival vibe, you know. Roskilde is good for that. Yeah. When we, yeah. He probably played all kinds of festivals yeah, like we, that, right? See, we're lucky in that sense. That we yeah, because can, you you fit yeah into a lot, a lot of diff, different festivals. You we know? can be the lightest and the heaviest band exactly. of the day, depending on where we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's uh, that's the one thing I I will say that 
I'm lucky to be in a band like this because because of that and having such a wide um, oh, music uh, like I'm like a whore when it comes to music yeah. so it, it's it, it works out if you're a music fan yeah but I, I was really surprised there was one summer I think it was in seven, nine, uh, 2007 or 2008 I went to Berlin and uh, we went out to this 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 outdoor kind of um, outdoor place where people would sit outside and it was a sunny day and during that summer you, you would hear your album everywhere in Berlin it was 2007 it was, I think it, either 2007 or um, that's awesome yeah yeah that was one summer wow I didn't know that so cool. like but that was in different bars you know in right, different right. not only in, in these outdoors uh, in places where you wouldn't expect this, your kind of music to oh, you know cool. to be played oh that's great uh, that that I mean you know it's 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 great to play festivals where you know we could play with you yeah you know and being a metalhead from way back yeah. when that's when I have the most fun yeah playing festivals like Vakken to me is like Disneyland yeah I, 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 <laughs> it's true I took four days I never do that and all the guys in the band you know not necessarily metalheads. They were saying, so this is like your vacation. I was there by myself. I would take the the van in, onto the festival grounds, and then I'd leave after and come by my home and, and back to the hotel and have dinner and just go to sleep. And that was my version of a of a vacation. I had a fucking blast um, because I'm usually not considered in the metal genre. So yeah, I, yeah, because well, people wouldn't expect that, you no. know. And that's that, but that's you see. This is how, how you, like, that just gives you like an idea of how people sometimes think. Oh, you play this kind of music, you can't be a metalhead. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't believe how many, how many. Even I. I you know, I have a friend. He has. A, he has a, a club in in Essen. It's more like a dance club. You know, electro. The 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 the, the most like mostly like. These whatever the newest electro DJ would go there, right? You know, and I go there sometimes, you know, just to hang out. And most of those DJs used to be in, into metal, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's and then it was all of a sudden they 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 got stuck or or they they found their talent. You know, and they were like, "Okay, I, this is what I want to do. This is where I can be creative. This is what I, you know." something that works and then they're not stuck but they, they still love what they do but you never you know once you're into metal there's always a part of you that always will be you know what I mean yeah. and that's that's at least that's that's how I feel yeah and same. a lot of people that I know feel the same way same here yeah you know P DJs I know back yeah. home yeah. that they don't look it yeah. anymore yeah but if you start Going deep with them. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, like you know, like in the end of the, at the end of the night, they were like, "Oh yeah, okay." Um, you know, you just mentioned some band names, and they're like, "Of course," you know. Yeah. It's 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 uh, that's definitely like I think sometimes the musicians are more open-minded than the actual the, the, than the fans would imagine, you know. Yeah. And maybe that's. It's frustrating. It no, it's not. On the other hand. No. It yeah it can be but I don't let it get to me you know what I mean. I did a I did a collaboration with a friend of mine just recently um, Dagobert it's a German 
Schlager, you know what Schlager is? Is it that? It's not, it's not really Schlager, it's very mellow music, very melancholic, very sad, and, and um, he asked me to play solo on his record, and I did it, and it was big discussion in the metal community why I would do that kind of thing you know and uh, I'm like okay I, I'm a musician and I cannot play a guitar solo with my for my friend only because I'm in this band and you have a certain certain um, vision of what I should be like you know and whatever um, I, I do whatever I want, you know. If I if I'm into, I I I'd rather do something outside the metal genre than inside, you know, because that's why I think it it becomes interesting, yeah. you know. Playing on a on a solo on 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 a on a let's say on an album like on a fresh metal band album, it doesn't. It's not that interesting to me, you know. It's not a musical challenge, you know. I I I thought it was. And I and I think I, I um, seriously think that that solo that I played for for that guy was one of the best I've played so far. You know, right. I'm not a big, I'm not such a good lead guitar player, but I thought that I put a lot of like feeling into the solo, and um, I think people should hear it. Not only because I play on it, I think it's good music. You know, but on the other hand, yeah, there's some people. I think some metal fans sometimes, they're, if they are sad and if they're mellow, they would rather listen to. Nightwish than to a real acoustic acoustic indie band that that's really ten times better than Nightwish. They would stick with Nightwish. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's still in the metal genre. Yeah, it's that that that's frustrating. Yeah, that, that, I have a I have a similar experience, but on the opposite end. Mm -hmm. When I get asked to be on metal albums, okay. And for me, being mm -hmm. a metalhead. Mm -hmm. Um, but playing in this other yeah, kind yeah. of music, I, it's like a fantasy game. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, love, I love it. So I try, I, but then I quickly realized that, uh, oh, you know what? I'm supposed to just be a fan of this music. Yeah. I'm not supposed to play it. And even I was on an Annihilator record, a, yeah. a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jeff's a great guy. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. And as a, I mean, I'm not going to. No. I'm not going to play oh. guitar on an oh. Annihilator record. I'm going to sing. Yeah. So even trying to do the vocals for that album, I was trying to like muster up as much met metalism as I could. <laughs> you know, I know he he asked me because he liked the way I already sing. Yeah. But I was trying to do a more kind of a metal thing mm -hmm. for Jeff. Or um, and then inevitably, when people found out I was involved, you know, you could hear like this is the weakest song on the record. Well, I. He asked the baby, baby rock guy to be on the Annihilator record. Oh, come on. But it, it, you know, that's how it goes. And, um, but I don't care. I, but then I, again, I, we're, 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 we're reading all these comments on Facebook. That's what one thing we should definitely not do anymore. You know what I mean? That's probably where we get, like, sometimes we get the whole negative vibe from. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad. If you, if you really think about it, you're reading, like, Five different, five negative comments on Facebook can can ruin your whole day. Even yeah. though it's just like five guys that hate you anyway, yeah. and they 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 comment like anything that you do, and they always like like write bullshit about you because they just they just aren't into you, and then then they waste waste their time and energy to to leave some negative comments, and you're like, why? You know, and that's why we should not read these comments anymore. I it's, think. It's, I know. I don't. But sometimes, you know, yeah, like you do. we put out a. Be new, honest, you do. Oh yeah. <laughs> put out a, a new single, okay? We yeah. put out a. Do you? Of course, you want to know what the people think. I want to know yeah. what they think. So, 
we had like, I don't know, X amount of comments. Mm -hmm. Oh, great, positive, Everything, everyone liked it. Okay, I'm very relieved. One guy. <laughs> that was good. Nah, thank you. Nah. That's the guy that ruined your whole day. I, told, I, I, day. I mean, we. Then I go. Then we were talking. I saw that guy. Did you hear that? Were, uh, then of course I click on his profile. I'm like, what are you into? Yeah. Oh well, you yeah. suck anyway. You and your favorite band suck anyway. So. Yeah, you do waste. Yeah, you waste, waste so much too much. You give him too much attention, also, you know. Yeah. But I do the same. I'm the same way, and I should definitely try not to, you know, because it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy, and it, it, it's you, you get a like, it fucks up your mind, man. If it you does. Think about it. Because you think the whole world hates you. Yeah, it's only you just these, walk around thinking only these five nerds that that hate any everything you do anyway. So fuck them. <laughs> creator uh, I cannot remember it might have been the video for Toxic Trace probably but I got um, a, you know in the days of cassettes yeah. a friend of mine or a classmate had Bonded by Blood on one side Terrible Certainty on the other oh, it must have been and I just dubbed around both that sides yeah. and I just I would listen to Terrible Certainty and then Bonded by Blood over, you know yeah. that's how it was back then yeah, so yeah, that was yeah. the first time I heard creator like a full creator album was Terrible Certainty I was telling these guys before you came was I always thought you guys were that have like you always get categorized as a thrash band mm. but I always thought you were heavier than a thrash band and it was it was um, when I started to hear death metal bands I was like well this band was kind of doing all those elements before all the, but the they were categorized thrash right we were, we were like categorized in the fresh thing, even though because there was no death metal. There was no, yeah, yeah. So you guys got lumped in because yeah. you were, well, these guys are as heavy as yeah. you know you could find. So, but I always thought you guys were heavier than all those thrash bands. Thank you, thank you. That's a compliment. It is a compliment. <laughs> it was heavier, and your your vocals were, you know, it was around the time when everyone's trying to do. Uh, when when I got wind of you guys was around the time that people were doing like. Thrash metal was going into like softer areas and I, I know. singing. Yes, and, I, I, I always, always, I always thought that some bands went too much, like too far with the too melodic vocals, mm -hmm. you know. And um, inevitably, the the whole genre itself, yeah. from that whole period post Nevermind, it, it kind yeah. of oh, ate yeah. its own tail for a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was a horrible time. The nineties for metal. It was, and it, it's very, and that's the one thing I, I say about you guys, and I say about Overkill, is you guys just kept going, and you, you, and it's it's, it's amazing, how you know you guys are are, are whatever, it's still around, yes, but it's a proof that, you you, you never lose if you don't quit. Yeah, true. You win, true. and and, and true. the last few creator albums are like. But what what would you do? You know, I mean, you have you've had your problems with the lineup and everything, and you know how hard it is to survive sometimes as a band. You know, would you ever quit? 
Uh, no, because there's no. I have no um, life skills. Left. Same. No. I don't know. No. Same here. Yeah. Same here. But even though back then, when I was, I was, I could have still gotten found. I found my way out or something. I. That's what I do. You know. It's just. Yeah. Uh, it's just something that you don't do because of money or fame, whatever. You do it because you want to do it. But it's like it's a creator. I mean, when I saw Overkill on the cover of Rock Hard, I think it was last year or a year and a half ago. Um, I was like, yeah, Creator and Overkill are the two bands that just kept at it. Didn't bend to the, the that kind of like like softy. Oh, we did it one song. We, we did some no, one soft like, album. We never did a grunge album. <laughs> all those other bands did yeah. in their own version. Yeah. And I thought I thought that uh, it's commendable and inspirational yep. because we have been doing it for long enough to go. Well, now I'm a lifer. Yeah, I'm doing this for life now. Yeah. this yeah. is not a Hobby, it's not a job. Yeah. It's, it's exactly. It's, it's a that's, life. That's 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 what I, that's what that was my point. It's like you either like it's it's not like a, a form of dedication where you're like, I have to be dedicated because you know I have to make money or I have to make a living or whatever. It's something. It's you know you want to express yourself through your music, mm-hmm. and that's that's how I feel. It's like even though even even if only like I would be the only one listening to my music, I would still record my own music mm-hmm. to listen to it you know that's how I feel too yeah. I, I mean I, I've I listen to not our older albums but our new album I listen to all the time of course like because you want to you want to get into the songs and you want to you want to make it like you want to when I listen to my new album I, I or my latest album I'm already thinking about the next one I was like what can I do better next time right. where can I go from here and what what's what ah maybe this song could have been better or this song should have been on the album, but it didn't make it. Whatever you know, like, and you analyze. I'm, I'm, I'm overanalyzing things sometimes. <clears throat> That's why it took so, takes so long for, for for to to write new albums because I'm always like, right now I'm in the in the in the process of writing songs, and I have like I started last year in in March or something, and I just yesterday I got out of the demo studio to redo a song that I recorded in March 2014. You know. Wow. And I have three songs for the next album, so it's gonna take a while till the next album comes out. You know, I'm, I'm totally wow, not on schedule this time. Wow, because it has been it's two been, years. It's been, no, it's no, it's been 2012. It's been almost almost three years now. Wow, it's almost three years and uh, <clears throat> one one song per year. Yeah, true. So true. Pretty much the next creator album in a, in a in a decade, mm-hmm. ten years from yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Chinese <laughs> democracy. Oh my god. I'm good. I'm good. Great, man. Millie, this was awesome. Yep. Thanks, man. <laughs> great. Die, smell your die. From this contagious disease. Watch your back and the whole problem kill.